This was actually a really fun experience, guys. So I had the opportunity to go on to ClickFunnels Radio and be interviewed by Dave Woodward. And I liked the interview so much that I asked Dave and the ClickFunnels team if I could go and air the episode on my own show. And so uh, I know the episode is coming out from them very, very soon. Um, and so I got permission from them to air it on our, on our podcast and I'm, I'm very, very excited about it. So, uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm actually interviewed by Dave. And so when it kicks off, it's actually going to be Dave kicking it off, um, and kind of going in through everything and then introducing me. Um, but I think you're going to get a really big kick out of it. We focus a lot of, about mindset, talk a lot about that and about success. Uh, if you don't know Dave, he is the uh, chief revenue officer for ClickFunnels, which is about a billion dollar company. Um, and he has a podcast, a, a radio show uh, called ClickFunnels Radio. And uh, he brought me on there and interviewed me, which was a super cool opportunity there. And uh, we got lots of traffic and exposure from it. So uh, check it out, listen to it. Let me know your thoughts on it. And I cannot wait for you to dive in and just listen to this because I even learned a lot from it and had a really good time uh, recording it with him. So let's dive in. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. Welcome back, everybody, to ClickFunnels Radio. You're going to love my guest today. He's been blowing me up, cursing me out, giving me all sorts of crap about not having him on the podcast. I want to welcome to the show Mr. Josh Forty. Josh, welcome. Dave, thank you so much for having me, man. I don't know if cursing is the right word. I don't do that very often. That's but, true. Uh, certainly yelling at you for it, giving you some, giving you some hate for it. Well, Josh is, he is self-proclaimed to be Russell's and my favorite friend, best friend. So uh, right. with that, uh, actually, Josh is the founder of the Think Different Theory and has been a, one of the funnest guys I've enjoyed following for quite some time. Actually met Josh out here in Boise for the first time at our uh, bubble soccer event. And yeah. Gary V and I was shocked to see how brash he was. I thought, huh, this is a guy that would be interesting to get to know. And oh gosh, I guess, I don't know how long it's been, two and a half, three years since then. But honestly, Josh, the part I've loved is to see the way you have, you've grown as an individual personally, but also as a marketer and the way you're leading others to really help accomplish their dreams, their goals. And again, like, as your podcast mentions, as your content talks so much about is to really help them to think different. And that thinking different has really helped you obviously go through a lot of your own personal things. I've noticed and have watched your Instagram stories, watched you on Facebook. Uh, again, everything from you and Julie going head to head from a political standpoint. And I think uh, for those guys who are not currently following Josh, I highly recommend that you check me out on Instagram, um, also on Facebook, and at uh, think different, uh, think different theory.com. Yeah, think different theory.com. Mm -hmm. So. But with that today, one of the things we want to really kind of dive into is how to rewrite your story to build your audience. Josh is known for building massive audiences very quickly. Also been a huge content creator. Uh, you've heard me talk a ton about the importance of publishing, but really 
what today I want to spend some time diving deep in with Josh and really it'll be kind of, a, I'll let you guys be the beneficiary of listening to Josh and I really talk about how to really rewrite your story. I think too often a lot of us have uh, PTSD from a lot of the stories that we have in our own heads. I know myself as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, I uh, dealt with some crazy crap from 2008 to 2012, uh, losing everything and uh, really having to redefine who I was, not only as a business owner, but as a husband and as a father. And I think too often as, as business owners, entrepreneurs, as we get going through life, there's a lot of things that, that we know we should be doing, but we just haven't spent the time to do. And it's been fun. I know you had the opportunity of watching the Marley Jackson's uh, interview I did with her and a lot of the things she and I were talking about was similar to some of the stuff I know she's gone through, uh, obviously recently being divorced and also having to deal with a lot of the, the crazy stuff. You've had to deal with the death of a, of a brother uh, as well as a bunch of other things. And I think it's important as those of you guys who are listening to this, you understand life happens. And it's mm. one of the most difficult things as a business owner and entrepreneur in trying to grow an audience is to be strong for that audience, but at the same time to deal with the stuff that you're going through. So yeah, hold tight. Enjoy. I know Josh, I've been doing most of the talking up at this point. Anything else you'd like to say to our community before we dive in? Um, yeah, no, I, I think, uh, I think one of the things you'll notice about me very quickly and that I just want to put out there is like, I, I'm not afraid at all to be polarizing and be myself. And I'm sure we'll talk about that. Um, but part of the reason, I mean, you talked about Julie and I going head to head on some of the, basically the most controversial topics of like <laughs> literally ever, right? Um, with, you know, political things and whether it's political or business or faith or just, you know, things in general. Um, I think what we talk about here with like re rewriting your story, what, what we're not saying is like that you're making up, making up a different story than what happened but that you're, you're rewriting the internal stories that you're telling yourself about what happened and reframing how you show up and reframing how you do that and learning, learning how to do that right there, that, that reshaping um, has been probably one of, if not the most um, transformational things that I've done. So I'm really excited to dive down into that further and talk about that and identity and everything with that. I love it. Well, let's kind of talk real quick here about uh, one of the things you and I were talking about earlier is this whole idea as far as the meaning that you associate with some of the stories that you have. Um, if you don't mind, give people a little context of some of the stories that you've actually had to rewrite and how did that actually help you in connecting more with your audience? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, can I do like a quick two minute back background backstory Absolutely. for context? All right, cool. I think that's important. So I got started in the social media space about four years ago or so. Um, before that I was a farmer. So, I mean, I had no Instagram, no Facebook, dial up internet out on the farm, like no concept of this online world. Um, and so I, I kind of got in when Instagram kind of like, I say like TikTok right now, you know, how I was just blowing up. Like that's it, how Instagram was when I first got in. Right. And so like, I'm this young kid and I get into it and you know, blow up, have, a fair amount of success from a follower standpoint relatively quickly. But as anybody that's been on social media for any amount of time knows, that does not actually mean success. It just means you have a, a follower count. Um, but that, that really led me down a path of like a whole new world. And growing up in a, you know, if you're making $15 an hour, you're making good money, farm, you know, farm life of, you know, 12 hours a day, six or seven days a week community, like, when you bring that into this new world and all of a sudden you like you start hearing people talking about I'm in a million dollars in a day and you're like what you know what I mean like it's just this su such radical difference of it and then you hear Russell talking about how lead your audience lead your people publish content people will listen and I'm like uploading videos that are getting four views right and I'm like 
don't know what you're talking about, man, because I seem to be doing what it is that you're telling me to do, but like I'm not, you know, I'm not getting anywhere. Um, you know, that, that took a toll on me mentally, right? Um, and thankfully, at the beginning of my journey, I didn't really have any other choice, right? I was broke. I was trying to make this whole thing work. And so thankfully for the first two years, and it's, you know, at the time it sucked, but like for the first two years, I just stayed consistent with it just because I knew nothing else, right? Like to me, it was like, I'm in this world. Russell Brunson's the guy, right? That I'm, I'm following. He was the first person I really found that I latched onto and he tells me to publish. So I'm going to do that. Right. And, you know, two years go by and, and you know, I finally start to get some traction. But when I did get traction, it was, and this has nothing to do with Russell, but like, you know, me figuring everything out, like I started to make quite a bit of money real quick. And like, it sounds awesome. But when you're a 23 year old that once again made $25,000 a year and all of a sudden you're making 40 or $50,000 a month, right? That will really mess you up because you don't know how to deal with those things, right? And so I went kind of through this phase of I made a bunch of money and I lived it up, right? I mean, I really did. I was traveling first class. I was staying in Vegas and New York and Miami and like just having a blast, right? And then Orlando 2018, right after Funnel Hacking Live, I have my kind of my crashing moment. And I realized at that point that like this whole mindset game was something that I hadn't figured out. But up until that point, I thought I had killed the mindset game, right? I'd make $50,000 a month when all my friends were making 50 a year, right? And so I'm like, my mindset is great. And so through that process of kind of hitting the top and then going from $50,000 a month down to like $1,000 or $2,000 a month, literally in a matter of 24 hours, uh, you know, canceling all my clients, taking seven months to go and like study my, the mind and study like why I was so depressed, why I you know, couldn't you know, seem to scale a team, why I couldn't get people to work with me, why my clients and I were always having problems, you know, like why all these things were happening. I was approaching this of like, it's their fault, it's their problem, it's not me, I've got this whole thing figured out. And so figuring out and having to go through that entire process and then thinking I had it figured out and then my brother passing away, you know, two or three months later after I thought I had figured it out and having my whole identity like shattered and broken and having that reset, like really took me through this process of like having no choice but to go through the process of figuring out who I was and but to go through the process of really learning what identity was and really learning about the stories that we were telling ourselves. And it was very interesting. Uh, there, was, there was a very defining moment. Uh, actually, it, it happened at the end of last year, which is fairly recent, when I made this connection behind what Russell was talking about and what how I applied it to my life. And in marketing, we hear Russell talk about, it's the story, it's the story, it's the story, it's the story. And like in my mind, it's always been like, okay, it's the story that I'm gonna tell to somebody else to convince them to buy my product, right? It's the story that I'm gonna tell somebody else to go through and, and do whatever. And one day I was like sitting there and I was trying to figure out all this mindset stuff. And I, I was reading something, I don't remember what it was by Russell, but he's like, stories change belief. If your customer is ever facing a problem, change the story that you're telling them. And I was like, oh my gosh. So if I have a problem and I have my own mental roadblocks, I wonder if I change the story that I tell myself, if, if that would work for me too. And that's actually the thing that kind of led me down this whole journey of that. And now I have, you know, mindset coach and that's ultimately what led me to hiring my mindset coach, but understanding stories and understanding how to tell my story to myself first so then I could then go and tell it to my customer or to my audience changed everything because now it wasn't how do I convince my customer to go believe in this thing or do this thing? It was how do I convince myself 
that I can con- tell my customer this? How can I convince myself and get myself to believe that I'm the right person for my customer? And then when I did that and I lived that out, my cust- it was amazing. Like I, my storytelling got better. My customer and audience followed me more. They bought more. They related more. They understood more. And it was because I changed the stories that I was telling myself first. And then I went and changed the stories with my customers. I appreciate that a ton, Josh. I totally agree. Uh, if you don't mind, tell people how. I mean, I know you spent the last year and a half basically going through, and I'm asking you to do it in, in 18 seconds here. But no, yeah. if you don't mind, just help people understand because I think it's so critical. Again, I made mention of having lost everything in 2012 and having to redefine the story of, of who I was as a provider for a family and and really going through a lot of similar type of emotions that you went through where it literally, it, it shook me to the core where I'm like, I, am, I have absolutely no worth to anybody. Why, you know, just literally almost just praying, you know, Lord, just take me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, there's nothing left for me here. Uh, if you don't mind, help people understand what, how do you actually do that? And most importantly, not only do it, but be able to do it in an authentic way when you're speaking to your audience. I love that. And that's super, super key. Um, so when I first hired my mindset coach, her name is Katie Richardson. Shout out, Katie. She's just absolutely incredible. I cannot speak more highly of her. Um, I hired her thinking, all right, I'm going to hire this coach and she's going to teach me how to build my business and I'm going to be a millionaire and it's going to be great, right? Like that, that's kind of my mindset going into it, right? And she told me like on the first call, she's like, Josh, you have to be willing and ready to do the work, right? And I'm like, Katie, three years, 12 hours a day, seven days a week, baby, no problem, right? And she goes, no, not that type of work, Josh. She goes, it's a different type of work. It's a mental work. It's an ugly work. It's a facing yourself and your fears type of work. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, what do you mean by, like, what do you mean by that? And for me, I always had this hard time telling stories or convincing myself of, you know, these other stories and, you know, what we're talking about here. And she said, Josh, the reason that people have such a hard time figuring out how to change the story or change the narrative is they don't actually understand what story that they're telling themselves already. And I was like, huh, okay. So I'm not, like, I'm not even consciously aware of the story that I'm telling myself, then how am I going to change it? And the first thing that she told me to do, and I'm so glad that you added the being authentic at the end of it there was she's like, Josh, before we get into business, before we get into anything else, you need to figure out who you are. Because when you understand who you are at a very core, you understand your beliefs, you understand like really like, like how you make decisions and who you're called to be and who you are as a human, all of a sudden, now you can go and say, okay, is what I'm doing is the story that I'm living out is, are my actions in alignment with me and, and, and who I truly am as a person? And I struggled with that for like a long time right at the beginning because I didn't understand what she meant. And so I'm going to try to once again, six months of one-on-one coaching for every single week, try to break it down in 10 seconds here. But like the concept of this was, is that if we don't know what it is that, like the outcome that we're trying to get, we can't get that outcome. If we don't know the story that we're trying to tell, we can't change the story. And if we don't know who we're trying to be, how are we going to be in alignment, right? And so that process of going through and saying, what's my outcome? What's the story that I'm telling myself about that outcome? And who am I being right now in that story? When I identify that and, and, and really realize that, that changed everything for me. And I'm going to give you a, a tactical example, like a real life practical example here, right? Um, I told Katie at the beginning that I wanted to have a six-figure launch, right? And I was like, but I don't think that's possible without spending lots and lots of money on ads. Like I've never done it before. I've done it for clients. But for me, like it's just, it's just not, 
it's just not worth it. And like, I, I can't do it. Right. And she's like, well, Josh, like, okay, if, if you have this clear outcome, this clear thing about this six figure launch that you want to have, she goes, what story are you telling yourself about that? I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, just tell me what you're thinking. How are you feeling? And I told myself the story that it wasn't possible for me that I was going to have a failure again because I've tried launches in the past. And I went through this whole thing of all these, these things that I was feeling. And she goes, dive down deeper, dive down deeper. And I remember it was a very turning point. I really believe we just did a, almost a multi six figure launch, just shy of a six figure launch with less than $2,000 in ads. And I'll never forget one of the things that um, uh, I, t I told her was, Katie, every launch that I've done live in the past has failed. That's a story, all right? Like that's a really critical story. And she goes, great, right there. That, that's, there's your story that we've got to reframe and reshape. And so when we identified what that story was, now she goes, okay, great. Now imagine limitations are off. Imagine, like take that, take that away from you, right? And now what does is, what is a successful launch look like? What do you have to do? What story could we replace that with? And when I got really clear on the new, I hadn't lived it yet, right? I, I had not done this launch yet. But when I got really clear on what that story was, and I was like, well, it would mean I'd have to have X number of people there. I'd have to have, you know, bottom of the, like all these different things, right? X number of people, bottom of the barrel. These are the conversion rates. I have to have this fulfillment. I'd have to go and do these things. This is what I would have to look like. And I'd have to have the confidence. And she goes, great. Now, you know, the like what, who do you have to be now in order for that to happen? And when I, when I realized that, all of a sudden, it came back to me and I was like, oh, the person that I'm being right now is living out this story into the future that says I'm not good enough, that my past failures define me, that all of these things are happening. But when I recreated the path to get to this outcome without limitations, without these, these past failures that were holding me back and tying me back to that, all of a sudden, I saw a new path. And then I could define who I needed to be. And now all I needed to do is go live that out. And it, when I can shift that story, when I can go and do that, now I can live that way effectively. And what the craziest part was is Katie goes, now great. Now you get to go share that with your audience. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to tell them I'm scared to have a sick, you know, I'm like, go through and do that. And sure enough, during the, like during the launch, as we're going through this entire thing, I shared this story with my audience. And I went through and I was like, hey guys, like I had this fear. Here's like, here are my fears. Like, here's what it was. Here's what I did. Out of any part of the entire workshop that we did, it was a five day long launch out of everything. That story that I told was the most impactful story and the thing that we got the most feedback back out of any part of the launch. Simply because I identified the biggest story that was holding me back, changed the story, changed who I was and decided I'm going to share this to get that story out of my head. I'm going to take the crap that's up in here. I'm going to put it out there. And um, Natalie Hudson, who I know you're, you know, you know, who's amazing. She has a saying that I firmly agree with her. When you get the story that's in your head out of your head and own it, it loses its power over you. And so when you've got this story in your head, that is, I'm not good enough. If it stays in your head, it's got power over you. But when you take that, you throw it out there, you put it out into the open and you share that all of a sudden, not only does your audience connect with you at the at an emotional level that you can't even comprehend until you've done it, but also it loses its power over you and you're allowed and give yourself permission to step into that newest version of yourself. I love that. I appreciate that so much. I, I know it's so hard for me. I know me personally uh, to be able to do that. I know for anyone uh, that's, that's that kryptonite that all of us have to face and it's hard to define. This is, this is my strength or this is my struggle. This is my weakness. This is what I, I'm most afraid of or concerned about. And yet 
I totally agree as you, as you put that out, especially to your audience, most of the people in your audience, they want to become like you. They want to follow your journey and to know that there is a human element to you, that you're not the superhero that has no weaknesses, but that you actually are sitting there and, and vulnerable during, especially during a period where you're asking for them to connect with you. There's nothing, especially when it comes across, as you just mentioned, Josh, authentically, where you're sharing your true feelings and you're, you're not sharing it in a way to, to get the sale. You're not sharing it in a way to, to help conversions, but you're literally just, you're being open and honest with people. People, these days, I think people have a huge BS meter. They can track it down real fast. <laughs> and if you can really come out and be that authentic, I know it's, Russell continues to this day, still hit me upside the head and like, Dave, you got you to be more willing to share. And I'm still not. And that's uh, why I'm excited to have this conversation with you because there's a lot of things I've, I've gone through and I've overcome, but I haven't totally shared with the and community. Can I, can I touch on that a little bit too? Yeah. One of the things that I've really, really noticed about why people have such a hard time sharing and, and why we are the way that we are and I really believe, and I, I don't have scientific proof or evidence to back this up, but this is just my belief in what I've seen in the community is that like, that's polar opposite to a lot of what we were taught growing up, right? Oh, society, sure. society as a whole, our school systems, and I'm not trying to bash parents or anything like that, right? Like I was homeschooled, right? But like sharing your story and being genuinely authentic and sharing your deepest, darkest fears. When did your parents ever do that to you, yeah. right? When did you, any of leaders in your school? No, like we live in a society where you are tough, you shove everything down, you don't show emotions. That's the sign of a great leader. And, and that's really where we live in. And so all of a sudden we're saying like, do the literally the exact opposite, right? And it, it goes against our identity. And this whole process of changing the story this is what I'm talking about. The story that most people tell themselves right now about opening up and being vulnerable is that, oh, that's scary. Oh, that people aren't going to connect with that. Oh, that's going to make me feel blah, 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 whatever that is. That's a story. And if we can identify and we can change that story to go, no, that's not, right? That's, that's not the sign of a great leader. It's not the sign of a great leader to just put everything away. No, the, the sign of a leader is to lead and leadership looks like that. And if you can change that, then that opens up. But so many of us have these preconceived notions about what is right and what is wrong. And I grew up in a very religious home where there was always a right and wrong for everything, like no matter whether it was religious or not. Right. And so that was one of the things, probably the, one of the biggest roadblocks that Katie had to work with me through was I was like, Katie, what's the right thing to do? Should I do this? Or should I do this? What is right? And what is wrong? And Katie's like, Josh, I do believe that there's absolute truth in the whole entire you know, wide world. But she goes, there's no right or wrong answer here. It's just, what do you choose to do? How do you choose to show up? And almost always, and I would venture to say always, there's always a third option. It's not, do I do this or this? It's the third option that usually is some blend of both. And when you can realize that and you can come to grips that, like, this isn't easy. This isn't something that you're going to be taught in school. This is something you're listening to a 26-year-old kid on Dave Woodward's podcast tell you, right? What credibility do we have, right? Except for the fact that, oh, by the way, we've done it and here are the results. And so like, that's a hard shift to move into, but it's a hard shift because of the exact thing we're talking about, which is because of the story that you're telling yourself about that shift. Oh man, so I appreciate your sharing that. It's, as, you're, as you're going through this, I'm thinking back in my head, you know, what are the stories I'm telling myself on why I'm not doing these types of things? And it's, 
my second son is his name's Parker. He has got a, a whole podcast uh, that he helps other people basically tell their stories and and you know his one funnel away podcast or his one podcast away challenge is kind of where he helps people. And he's like, he was up here not too long ago. He's like, Dad, you need to get more vulnerable about your story. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, Well, Dad, you should have like a podcast about about being second guy in charge. I'm like, Parker, no one cares about that kind of stuff. That's no one wants to know about the second guy in charge. No one cares about the silver medal. No, and he's like, no, dad, you really need to. And it's, he continues to hit me up on dad. You've got a lot of story that you need to share. And I'm like, and it goes back to the same thing. You know, I was talking about as far as Russell says, you've got to share more of your story. I'm like the story I keep telling myself is no one cares about my story. Right. Right. Yep. And, and it's fascinating. It, and it, but it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm still working through this. And that's why I'm excited to have you kind of going through this because for me, I know some, a lot of the story I'm saying, I tell myself is my story doesn't matter. Or my story is not that important. My story has, no one's going to care about my story. So why share it? So I'm going to basically do some me on the couch, basically you as my therapist here. So help <laughs> me, help me basically uh, walk through how do, how do yeah. I overcome or change that story? Cool. So I actually want to go to a different podcaster here for a second. So I don't know if you know who this person is or not. Do you know who Logan Paul is? Of course. Big, okay, so big YouTuber. I've, 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 Logan Paul. Yeah. I, I, right. I, I've got, had the chance to meet him, which is super cool. Hang, hang out with him out in LA. And um, I've wa I don't watch a whole lot of his stuff recently because it has gone down a, a rabbit hole, <laughs> a, a path that is not in alignment with my religious beliefs, so, so to say. But what's fascinating about Logan is Logan, the reason that you connect with Logan is because you have seen Logan go, I mean, like the highest of highs, number one fastest growing YouTuber of all time, like millions and millions of views, downloads, money, mansions to literally the entire world hates him in a matter of 24 hours, yeah. right? And then crawl back out of that. And he shares with you on his podcast. I mean, they open up and his hair's a mess and he's <laughs> crawling out. And he's like, dude, I am so hungover right now. You know, like, like literally on his podcast that he's going, and it's just this super, super open vulnerability thing. And when you, when you go, when I go throughout my daily life, right. And I'll, I'll, I've noticed this, I'll be driving through the Jeep and I'll like hang my hands out the window and like go down. I'm like, I feel like Logan Paul right now. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why? Because I've seen, like I've connected with his highs and his lows. He is a, a person that I can connect with. Now, Taking this back to you, the, you know, you on the couch sitting here, who's going to listen to me? Logan Paul is, you know, super, super famous, right? Everybody's going to want to more of that. No, see, here's the thing. People, they connect with, and I would bet you, and I would love to know the feedback on this episode right here. What you just <laughs> shared, you're going to get so many people that are like, Dave, I felt that exact same way, right? And it's because people are each working through their own problem in life, right? We're all going sure. through stories and there's only, I mean, there's infinite amount of stories, but like we're all humans. There's only a, a range of emotions that is so far, right? That we can experience. There's not that many of them. So when you're sharing your fears and when you're sharing how you felt, people care very little about who it is that they're listening to, right? They care very little about it, but they do care about whether or not they're relating to that. So the consistency aspect of publishing, because, and this is fascinating to me as well, most people don't realize that like what you do in publishing, different things about publishing serve different purposes. So like the consistency aspect of publishing serves a radically different purpose than the per episode purpose of things. Sure. I know that, I mean, I've produced like three or 400 ep podcast episodes in my life, right? I know that 
95% of my audience probably has not listened or more to all of those or even half of those episodes, but they know they exist. So credibility is built in volume, right? Where you're going to build a connection is not through 300 podcast episodes, 400 podcast episodes, where you're going to build connection is when that one person is there and that headline that they read, they go, oh, I'm, I'm struggling with that right there. And they see Dave, who's the number two at a billion dollar company going, today, I just, I just can't, right? You know what I mean? Like today was just rough. Today was just whatever. And it's like, whoa, hold on. You mean to tell me that I'm capable of running, being the number two at a billion dollar company because you're going through the same struggles that I'm going through right now, right? They're not judging your character off of that one episode. They're not judging who you are or what you can do for them off of that one episode. But that vulnerability is something that they're like, whoa, I might not care about Dave very often, but right now I do. And now that I have a connection to him, what am I gonna do? We'll pay attention, right? And so it's this, and, and you'll notice like in my podcast episodes, it's not all one thing. There's some times when I'm super open and vulnerable about what I'm going through. Death of my brother, perfect example, right? Having a failed week, perfect example. But I also share the highs. And all of a sudden it's like, Dave, I connected with him when it didn't seem like anybody would pay attention to that episode, right? It's probably my, like my down, episode that got 100 <laughs> downloads, right? I'm like, ew, I should just delete that. Nobody listened to. Those three or four people are now going to see you at the top and go, oh, I saw him down there too, right? I saw him here and I know the journey that went uh, through that process. And so whenever you're feeling, and we all feel it, oh, nobody's listening. Nobody cares about me. Well, good, because it's not about you, right? Like literally, no, like why should anybody care about you, Dave? Like you're not that cool, right? right? I'm not that cool. Russell's not that cool. What's cool is the fact that Russell, you have built a, a movement, this, this vision of like where you're taking them. And the only reason that that matters to them is because when you're at your low moments, when you feel like nobody's watching, somebody else is feeling that same way and they're going to find you and go, oh, so I can still build a movement. I like that movement. Wow, you mean to tell me that I can buy into ClickFunnels and still feel like this some days? You mean I don't have to have my whole life figured out? And so like, Dave, I, I, I made the joke earlier when I asked you about the length of this podcast. And you're like, thanks for listening to all of them because I hadn't listened to a whole ton. But you know who's Facebook? You're, there's literally outside of Russell and not even Russell, you are the person whose Facebook lives I watch more than anybody else's. Like out of sheer volume, you are the number one person. Why? It has nothing to do with the the amount of views that you get. It has nothing to do with like any of that. It has everything to do with the fact that because you're open and vulnerable and because I see you leading, I have trust with you. And some episodes I'm like, all right, I didn't, I didn't really get anything out of that one, right? And then the some episodes I'm like, that spoke directly to me, right? And like, I'm really, really connected by, you know, through that and I can learn from that. So if like, if you're wondering, oh, is anybody listening? Oh man, is like, you know, is someone gonna pay attention to it? doesn't matter because somebody will at some point and it's not about you it's about you taking the stories and the information that is in your head getting them out of your head and owning it because number one now that no longer has power over you and number two somebody else is going to come along and buy into your overall movement because of what you shared here that was a long Man. answer but i hope that helped no it's awesome i appreciate that a ton i i hope uh again it's so many thoughts are going through my head as you're sitting here talking i think you know, one of the key, first of all, thank you for watching Facebook Live. I appreciate that a ton. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's interesting because uh, I was, I was just thinking of, I try to publish in, again, three different areas where I publish Facebook, Instagram, and then obviously on the podcast. 
And like you, I've done, I don't know, 400, this is probably like 460 or something like that. So hundreds of episodes. And there've been so many times where I've, I literally even, I've communicated to my audience. I am done. I'm just, I remember. No one's, <laughs> and it was fascinating because I remember being at Funnel Hacking Live right around the time I had done that. And I had so many people come up and say, no, you got to keep going. And I think the hard part is a lot of the content, you have no idea because people don't respond to everyone. They don't like everyone. They don't comment. And I think what you made mention there is so, so critical when you're, you're talking about connecting with an audience is you're never going to know who you connect with. Yeah. And the key is to make sure that you continue to produce content, that you continue to get out there because you just, I, I remember watching so many of the stories and things you were going through with, with your brother when he passed. It happened to be the same time where I was, I'd literally been on the yacht of a friend who was with your brother and he'd passed away. And I was like, I was just, I went through so much. And I, even though I didn't go through the, the journey that you went through, because I've never lost someone that close to me. I remember just feeling the pain and feeling so much connection with you at that time, Josh, because my heart just broke for you going through what you were going through. And at the same time, experiencing just a little small piece as, as I was trying to try to wrap my head around, I'd literally seen him a month earlier and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Um, and I, again, I just haven't experienced death like that. And I thought I appreciated so how open you were, but more importantly, your ability to bring other people in, in a way to help them deal with whatever tragedy may not have been death, but they were, everyone has their own tragedies. And by your sharing that, Josh, allowed so many other people to connect. And I remember watching the comments and, and seeing, obviously, there was a lot of sympathy and empathy, but there were so many people who were just appreciative because of your, your being so willing to share and to care in that way, and, which is tough. It's really, really hard to do. And so I just want to say thank you for, for doing that. Can I touch on that one, like just yeah. one level deeper here? And I think it actually really ties back into what we were just talking about. And it goes back all the way to when I talked about like knowing who you are. If, if you make a decision that publishing content is a good idea, right? Like we, we can all agree if you've been listening to Russell at any given time, hey, publishing content is, is a good thing, right? That, that, that's going to help our business. When you know who you are, like truly who you're being, it doesn't matter how many people are listening because here's the deal. I don't care if one person listens to my podcast or 10 million people listen to my podcast, my message doesn't change because who I am doesn't change because of the amount of listeners. I grow, so I change because I grow, but I don't change because of the audience. And when you know who you are and when you know what you believe and when you know what you're about, publishing takes you in a bedroom in the middle of nowhere talking to no one and all of a sudden takes you and amplifies you, right? It literally amplifies who you are and it amplifies your message and your voice. So if you have a message and, you know, I, I'm a Christian, I believe in God. I know you're religious as well. Like when you believe that God put a message inside of you, like the right person will find you when the time is right. I, I absolutely believe that. Totally no, no questions asked. But, but I think a lot of times the reason that people are afraid to podcast or, you know, publish or they're like, this doesn't really matter or whatever. It's because they're not really confident in who they are. Right. They're not oh, yeah. really. Oh, totally. Not, right. And it's like, if you're not confident in who you are, you're going to have a really, really hard time publishing because you're going to be afraid of what somebody else says, or you're going to afraid that someone's going to listen to it and not care and think you're dumb, whatever that thing is like, you're going to go and be like, ah, I'm not sure me like Dave, you can go all the way back to the very first episode I ever did on the podcast. And let me tell you, 
I'm very much a different person than I am like was then than I am now. Right. But at the time that is who I was. There was yeah. no question. Like I was very genuinely true to myself. And if so, if somebody were to come back and be like, how could you have possibly said that? I was like, because that is exactly who I was at the time. I, I did not try to hide anything. And that's why when people, and I'm going to use Russell, you know, on this, people are like, Josh, like, what's it like when, you know, you're trying to get a hold of Russell or you're trying to do this. I'm like, if Russell wants, to, like, if Russell doesn't like who I am, cool, right? But let me tell you what, I'm going to be me because Russell has a million people trying to get his attention, right? Russell doesn't care that if you're trying to impress him or not. He cares about you if what he's trying to do in life lines up with what you're trying to do in life. Be yourself, like be on your own journey, be who it is that you're called to be. And it might not be now, it might be 20 years before the past cross, but if you guys are in alignment, it's going to happen. And that's true for anybody, not just Russell. And I, I think that's so important. It's like, start by knowing who you are. And if you don't know who you are, start publishing. Because guess what? You're about to find out real quick because you actually have to get the thoughts of who you are out of your head. And I can tell you probably 20 different podcast episodes where I'm like, guys, I don't actually know what I believe here. So I'm just going to tell you what, where I'm at, right? I'm just going to tell you what I think right now. This could change. And people respect that because it's like, oh, well, this is where he's at. It could change, but here's where we are. And I think that I that's so that. important. I'm probably going to have to do a couple of Facebook lives just on your message you just said. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh, I could talk to you for hours, my friend. I greatly appreciate it. As we kind of get close to wrapping things up here, how can people get a hold of you? Oh, man. Uh, well, that would be a terrible question to ask my team because they're going to be like, don't get all that, Josh. We're trying to protect him right now. Um, no, uh, the best way to get a hold of me is if you want to consume my content, it's going to be thinkdifferenttheory.com uh, slash listen. That will take you right to the podcast. Thinkdifferenttheory.com slash playbook will be a little bit more like I have a mindset playbook. I'm, we might mention that here in a second. But if you want to actually like see my day to day, I try to check my messages at least once a day on Instagram at Josh 40. Um, my inbox is really full, but I do get around to them. So send me a message on Instagram. That'd be the best way to connect. Awesome. You mentioned as far as a mindset uh, opportunity or book, what do you have there? Yeah. So uh, if you go to thinkdifferenttheory.com slash playbook, um, I wrote a, a book called The Mind Shift Playbook. It's, I think it's like 70 some pages long. It's broken into five sections and it's basically five steps to going through and starting the process of rewiring your brain and rewiring and, and starting to identify the stories that you're telling yourself and tactical ways to go and take action on a day-to-day -day basis, like super simple things to help you start realizing, A, the stories that you're telling yourself now, and B, how to start shifting those stories into a new version of you. Uh, five sections. There's a video at the end of every section. There's a homework thing at the end of every section. It's really, really awesome and good. We have several thousand people go through it and download it. Thinkdifferenttheory.com slash playbook. Um, you can go and uh, check that out. Awesome. Josh, thank you so much. Any parting Absolutely. words to my audience? Just publish guys. Like start, like seriously, like go out there and like, you have a message. We all do. The only way, the only way that that message gets heard is if you put it out there. And most people don't have 10, $20,000 a month to spend on ads or whatever it is. QuickFunnels probably spends a half a million or whatever it is, right? Most people don't have that. So the best way to start is literally just by going and starting and let you being truly authentically yourself throughout the journey, carry you along the way to success. I love it. Josh, thanks so much. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Dave. Yo, what's up guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? 
If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating, and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas, and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh Forty or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.